Everything in Hawaii. 51X spot, flanker cross. Red left slot, 51X spot, flanker cross. Someone, right? 58! Blue, 58! All right, here we go. They're going to jump right here. You know they're going to jump. Everybody hold your water. Green right slot, 98 handoff slot on three. Ready? Balls, balls, balls. Balls, balls, balls. Hey, baby, let's go out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. That's the fuck. I'm the quarterback. Don't stop, homie. I go to jail if I get sacked. So block for me. Eight ball in my corner pocket. It's on and popping. Got the whole club leaning with it. Yes, indeed, it is that time once again, Wednesday at 7.30. You already know what that means. Everybody knows what that means. It means it's time for picking up the Blitz. It means that it's time to call us up to bring the Blitz. It's 267-521-0153. You know the number. You've been knowing the number. And listen, on the docket today... Man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. My name's Efane. KB, 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 the host of the show. He's having a little bit of technical difficulties right now. He'll be here no, shortly. I'm right here with you, dog. Oh, are you here? I can barely hear you, man. What we, what we got you on, on, a, on a phone line here or what? Yeah, I'm on the phone line for right now until Mad Money Mike figures out the technical difficulties. Well, you know what? He'll, I'm sure he'll figure it out. I have faith in him as I and, know you have faith in him. Until he does carry that bad boy, let's go picking up the blitz. Well, here's the deal. Listen, KB, big show tonight. I got a lot of stuff I want to run down, and then I know you got an opening topic that you want to roll with. We're going to have to get the locked and loaded picks in. You did better than I did last week. I'll give you credit where the credit is due, as I always do. You, you did pretty well. I did pretty poorly. I think one of our callers cooped from wherever the hell he calls in from. Actually, was right on the money, man. But we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let me just give a quick rundown of the show. Again, the number, 267-521-0153, caller-driven show. You call us. You bring the blitz. You change the dynamic of the show. You decide where this show goes tonight. But things that we got to hit, got to talk about. Mock drafts are out there. Some guys are performing through the roof. Some guys are underperforming through the boots. I don't know if that made any sense, but it sounded good to me. We got Richard Sherman out the door. We got the other Bennett boy, the Bennett liar, the Bennett buster, the Bennett busted boy, always in trouble, out the door. The Seahawks are busting. They're combusting. They are falling apart. The Legion of Boom is now the Legion of Lose. These guys are done for. We're going to have to talk Mark Draft, as I said. We're going to have to talk a little bit of, a, um, of the softness of the NBA. Oh, these, these poor guys, Kevin, love having panic attacks. Oh, do you have a little panic attack, Kev? Are the, are the LeBron squad just being a little too mean to you? Are you sad? You had say, hey, hey, Ty, Ty, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't breathe. I have to go to the locker room. Staff says to him, what's wrong? I don't know. I just don't feel good. Soft, soft. Soft. We got to talk a little bit of, well, the softness of the NBA in general. We got to talk a little bit of Steve Kerr and him, him finding a way to keep his mouth in the media at every single turn. Every single time I turn on the TV, Steve Kerr has a new opinion about something else. Hey, Steve Kerr, why don't you shut up? Okay, you're not, you're not the coach, of the, you're not the coach of, of the century here, guy. You've inherited an all-star team. Congratulations. Okay, that's what you've done. You've inherited an all-star team. But what we, what we have brewing might be. One of the best Western Conference Finals. I mean, it's collision course. We got Houston Rockets. We got Golden State. We're going seven games, and we're going to be tuning in for every second of every single bit of it. I had a feeling, though, 
that KB might be talking about one Baker Mayfield, who, as it seems, and I know KB has the stats on, I know KB was about ready to go on his nice little parade about, oh, about Baker Mayfield this, Baker Mayfield that, and I was actually pretty interested to listen, considering the fact that in the latest mock draft by Todd Mache, ESPN, Baker Mayfield is listed at number 11 going to the Miami Dolphins. Now, we know that we can see about six of these mock drafts every year, and nobody pays really a lick of attention to them. Uh, but I, I got to tell you, man, I got to tell you, if Baker Mayfield really is this next little guy that can perform in the NFL, fine. What do I have to lose as a Dolphins fan taking a chance with Baker Mayfield? Personally, personally, would I like to see uh, Roquan, Raquan, however you pronounce his first name? Sorry, don't disrespect Smith, linebacker from Georgia. Yeah, I think I would, because as I discussed on the show last week, I think the defense is the most important thing for the Dolphins, and I think that's what they need more than anything else. I, I, I would love to see Baker Mayfield be a star. I think Tannehill still has good years left. I think KB needs to get on the freaking ball and tell me what his whole opening monologue was. But I guess, uh, you know, you take what you can get. KB, do you have thoughts, or am I taking this show solo tonight, my friend? Nah, brother, I got thoughts on that. I got thoughts on that. Okay, well, let's hear them. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's a dude that uh, you either love him or you hate him. There's nothing you can do about it. You either love him or you hate him. You either either call it cockiness or you call it moxie. It's one or the other. And, Eddie Fane, I'm starting to lead towards moxie instead of cockiness. Where are you leaning? Well, the the only thing that I could say to you, KB, is that, yeah, like moxie and cockiness and all that toughness and all that stuff, you know, that's great. But what it all really comes down to and what it all stems down to is, the, you know, can he play? Is he big enough to play? And let's say the moxie and the cockiness. Also, let's not forget that there's a video out there of Baker Mayfield running away from police. Okay, the nut grab which thing. Which he was caught. Which he was caught. Yeah. Which is well, yeah, he was thing. caught because it, it it yeah. Well, if if that's the speed that he's going to use to get away from police officers, then I can only imagine the speed that he's going to need to increase to get away from linebackers because he did not make quite an attempt at, at, an, esca- at an escape there because it, that was pathetic. And and you know what? So so a lot of the Johnny Manziel comparisons are going to come out there, and I don't think that they're the same person. I think that the white thing is a factor that a lot of people throw in there without really looking at these guys' histories. Um, Johnny Manziel was a star coming out of, um, you know, throughout Texas. Uh, he, he was a star, whereas Baker Mayfield was a fat kid that, that worked his ass off, um, excuse my language, to get to the spot that he was to, you know, be the Heisman winner. Um, you know, they, did he have some slip-ups? Every college kid is going to. You know, it's, it's tough to find. Even Peyton Manning is, as a, has a sexual assault charge floating out there that I'm sure someone got paid off. Uh, excuse me uh, if that was uh, fake news, but whatever. That's the way I feel about it. But the thing is, Beck, that makes me so nervous is that if – Baker Mayfield, if we go ahead and we really go out and think that this guy's going to be our next future quarterback, what happens when he goes 0-6 and, and the Dolphins fans boo him out and once again we just have found another bust on our hands? When you could go with a sure-handed thing with a defensive player that you know is going to be a star with this kid I've been talking about, Roquan Smith from Georgia. I, this is the guy that I've really been keeping my eye on. This is a guy that's a playmaker. This is a guy that when I look up his stats, which I will hear in just a second – but, Beck, that's the only thing with Baker Mayfield. However, 
Can you can you please give me some of the uh, things that you've seen at the combine or heard from the combine that are really boosting this guy's draft stock? Yeah, what's boosting his draft stock is also what's sinking his draft stock. Baker Mayfield is a love him or hate him kind of character. He can be your bad guy or he could be your superhero. It depends on how you look at the individual. He's very good at making throws across the middle of the field. He's actually very accurate, but then you have to give into account that he's two years older than the other quarterbacks that are coming out into this draft. So when you consider Baker Mayfield, you have to actually take into account the kind of what I call and am thinking about calling moxie that overconfidence is bringing into the locker room. I think it works in the NFL, especially with the read option, his mobility, and his durability. He was not hurt during his three-year tenure at Oklahoma. I think that this guy can and will be a decent quarterback in the NFL. I don't think that uh, he's going to outshine Tom Brady, but I also think that he's good enough to push Ryan Tannehill back to the wide receiver position. And here is where I kind of agree with you in the Dolphins. Okay, I think that Adam Gase was handed Ryan Tannehill, and I think that Adam Gase never wanted Ryan Tannehill, but he's trying to work with him. I think that Adam Gase would like a fresh start, and if Adam Gase likes Baker Mayfield, then I think that this could be a good fit. I think if Jarvis Landry stays around as the slot receiver, this would work wonders for Baker Mayfield. Um, because I feel that, yeah, quick passes, so he's not going to have to sit in the pocket for too long. He can dish the ball out real quick and, and make plays, and that'll not only build his confidence, build his numbers, it'll help him develop himself as a quarterback. Also, I think that the the emergence of Kenyon Drake towards the end of the season is a huge, huge factor, and I think that with some youth there, and not knowing what Ryan Tannehill's injury, I mean, we don't know. I mean, this guy hasn't played in two seasons, so I, I could see it. Now, again, we know what mock drafts are. We know that these things change so fast and so often that they're not worth a damn thing until draft night. Draft night, anything could happen. But a couple more things terms in terms of not only draft but trades that have happened today. Um, why don't you give me a little bit of an insight on what just happened here with your boy uh, Alec Ogletree coming over from the Rams for, I don't know, the exact draft picks that got traded for, but is that is that a done deal? Uh, looks to be like it's a done deal with the New York Giants between the uh, St. Louis Rams. Uh, it's reported by Ian Rappaport Wednesday. Rams have agreed to trade linebacker Alec Ogletree for a 2019 seventh-round pick and a 2018 fourth and sixth-round selection. This is a guy that had 231 tackles and two sacks in the past two seasons for L.A. He's only 26 years old, so it looks to be a good deal for the Giants. They get a speedy linebacker there. And when you say speedy linebacker, Eddie, my quick comparison is going to be to Kiko Alonso. Kiko Alonso's 40 time in the combine was 4.7. Now, Kiko is only 238 pounds, so he's losing four pounds, but he's also just over Ogletree's 40 time. I think they're very comparable linebackers. How do you feel about that? 
here's the thing, man. Here's the thing that I'm going to go with here. Oh, okay. All, all these 40 times and all these combines, we do this year in and year out, okay? The combine is what it is, okay? And these mock drafts are, are what they are. You you really, as you alluded to with Baker Mayfield, you really don't know what the guy is until you see him suit up for your team. And you see leadership skills, you see hustle, you see... Yeah, it's great to see a guy run a great 40. It's, it, it, that's, that's great. That's phenomenal. Like, it's so good to see, and I'm so happy for him. But you don't really get enough from the combine unless you see a terrible performance, which is going to ruin you, which I, I'd advocate, if anything, that players sit out for the combine. 267-521-0153 is the number. Bring the blitz about it, about the combine, about it all in general. Now, but KB, again, going with this mock draft nonsense, which we're going to have to hear about for the next month, um, the, the newest thing that is just being reported from Ryan Wilson, because, yeah, everybody knows how credible Ryan Wilson from CBS Sports is. Yeah, another nobody. Yeah, let's see if we get him on the blitz. Pass. Um, Giants, so 2018 NFL mock draft. Giants move up a spot for Josh Allen. And the Browns have now decided they're not going to take Saquon Barkley based on a few things at the combine. Are you telling me that Josh Allen is going to replace Saquon Barkley, even though two weeks ago we were so high, I think, and uh, caller uh, Columbus got him uh, from Brandon. He was saying, Saquon Barkley, you guys haven't had a back in freaking a decade now since Brandon Jacobs. So if you're going to tell me that that the Giants are going to come up here and get Josh Allen when you still definitely have a non-injury-prone quarterback who is aging. I understand that, but I believe you have a guy in the wings that's not that bad, and you're going to pass on what might be a future Hall of Fame running back. We, again, don't know. But you're going to tell me now all of a sudden Josh Allen has, has made his move and the Browns aren't going to take Barkley and the, and the Giants are going to decide that they, they want to go with Josh Allen. Get the hell out of here. That doesn't make a God, it doesn't make a lick of sense to me, man. Explain this to me. How, how are you? How? If you're the New York Giants, if you're the New York Giants that have seen Orleans, Darkwa, and, and, and Scrubs, I mean literally back, literally back, you know the Giants inside and out. Scrubs, buddy. Scrubs. 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 Might as well be working in the hospital wearing their scrubs. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. And I know the value of the running back has, has obviously decreased in the NFL over years past. Go get Barkley, dude. We've seen what he can do. We've seen that if you can get Barkley and you can get an offensive lineman in a late, in like, I don't know how many picks you got again. You get one more offensive lineman. You revamp the O-line. You got McAdoo out the door. Saquon Barkley to take all the pressure off of Eli Manning. It doesn't seem like Odell's going anywhere. You still got Sterling Shepard, Starling Shepard, however the hell you want to say his name. Brandon Marshall, I'm assuming, is done because I have so I, I think we all saw enough of that. If you could just take the pressure off of Eli, consistently play in and play out with a pound and ground a ground and pound back like Saquon Barkley, they can also catch a few passes out of the backfield if need be, and then factor in a little third down back. It just makes perfect sense to me, and I don't understand how anyone could disagree with that. The Cleveland Browns, when do they pick again in the first round, Eddie? They have the first and the fourth pick, I believe. I will double-check that okay. right now as you go. So Barkley's definitely going to be taken off the board at number two. So if you want to disrupt the draft and make a correct pick, but you in the but NFL, you guys are num- but you guys are number two unless you unless you just change that pick for um, Ogletree, but you guys are still the number two pick. So yes, you're if, 
If the Browns aren't going to take him first, then you're taking him, period, which might be where the interest in Josh Allen is coming up, but I don't even understand why Josh Allen would be above Sam Darnold. That, that still doesn't make sense to me. Sam Darnold has uh, – I understand that this year was not particular, particularly good for him, but I, I can't see uh, – I like the body type. That's what the kind of dude I am. I like a dude with a <laughs> – I like my quarterback to have a big body, a solid structure, a good frame, and a solid arm. Be accurate. I don't give a damn about movement. I don't give a damn about, yeah, being able to elude pressure is one thing. I don't care if you can run. Peyton Manning never ran a damn thing in his life. Tom Brady doesn't run. Eli doesn't run. RG3 ran. And he ran well, himself Rosen's, right actually, Rosen's actually got some legs down the field if he, if he gets oh. overstretched. Oh. But – Look, look at look at it from from KB's perspective. If you draft in for the Cleveland Browns, you know who's going at number two is Saquon Barkley. If you're the Cleveland Browns, you snatch that dude up at number one, and then you let a couple of other MFers make the wrong decision at the quarterback position drafting, and you take what's left, you let them make the wrong decision. Secure the running back position and and screw the Giants over, and then what you do is you take a quarterback that's left. There's going to be multiple left. Indianapolis isn't drafting a quarterback. The Giants are drafting a quarterback. So take the running back you need if you're Cleveland, and then on the back end, you take who's left. And maybe that's Baker Mayfield. Maybe that's somebody else. But you also got Deshaun Kaiser, who you're not also selling out on after one season with a horrible team. You can't you can't do that. You got to give Kaiser a chance. You got to give one of these other quarterbacks a chance. And the way that you make that happen is by drafting Saquon Barkley with the number one pick. I know it that's seems fair. asinine. There I know it seems go. asinine, but that's what you have to do. Take, lock Barkley up and then look to your quarterbacks that and are listen, left. Listen, listen, listen. And here's where we're at because you know that this speculation is going to change time and time and time and time again until freaking draft night. So we can speculate all we want, but you know what we can do? Mad Money, chew it up, my boy. You it up, Mad Money, because you know what time it is before these games get completely underway. Once again, we have completely faltered and gotten into a different subject than we should have. But, but hey, KB, hey, you were hot last week. Like I said in the opening monologue, you were hot last week, bro. Kids got picks. Kids got picks for days. He wants to win you money. Two six seven five two one zero one five three. You want to agree with him? You want to disagree with him? We got some. We got some games tonight here in the NBA. They're not very good. But, hell, I want to hear what you got to think about them. I'm going to throw them to you. You're going to give your pick. I'm going to respond with my pick. Here we go. We're starting out. Utah at Indiana. Oh, man. Pick them. This game's already underway, but I don't want to tell you the score. Utah at Indiana. Pick them. Back who you got? Utah. I'm going to go with the Pacers on this one. Rhymes with luck of the draw. Utah. Hey, yeah, this one seems like a game that I'm sure everyone's going to be turn- tuning into at 8.05 tonight with the Mass Grizzlies at the Chicago Bulls, Chicago minus three. Chicago, wait, I, I, I missed it. Chicago bought a three against who? Memphis Grizzlies at Chicago, Chicago minus three. 
the answer is who cares? Yeah, exactly. Chicago's tanking, though, man. Chicago, Chicago is already completely yeah, yeah. Memphis. I agree. Is that what you're going to agree with me on? You're going to say Memphis? Because I'm writing this down back. Yeah, yeah, Memphis. I agree with you. Right, Chicago's right, tanking. Right, they got right. nothing. Now. They got nothing. Go oh. ahead. There, there, there's no analysis to even be given for that game. No one cares. They, like, no one cares. Bulls fans don't care. I, I've never met a Memphis Grizzlies fan in my life, so as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> I think that they could all care less. Houston. The Houston Rockets. The Rockets, the team that has, I think has won 16 in a row. 16 out of the last 17? Something ridiculous. Houston. At Milwaukee, Houston minus six. I, I'm going I'm going Rockets. I'm going to even cut you off before you even give me your answer. Because if you're not going Rockets, you're delusional. Nah, I'm not delusional, man. I'm right with you. Let's go Rockets. All right. Big game, uh, big game I guess you could say, uh, with Kevin Love still out, uh, whether it be anxiety, Achilles, who gives a damn. Cleveland at Denver. Denver minus two and a half. Who you got back? There's something wrong with this spread, Eddie. What's wrong with it? I I don't know. I I mean, Cleveland is such a weird team right now. Four and four, or maybe five and four, since the this new regime where we all got so hyped on these new kids coming in and the youth was going to take over. I think Cleveland's now five and four. Um, if you're going to go Denver, you're also out of your mind, though. I would easily go Cleveland and give up the two and a half points. Now, also though. Uh, dude, this is all based off VegasInsider.com, so let's not get it twisted here. Um, if you start looking at different ones, it kind of fluctuates. So I do see three and a half on a lot of boards. If you, uh, it, it doesn't matter. Okay, here, let's just stop this nonsense for two seconds. Doesn't matter if, if Denver's getting two and a half or three and a half. I'm gonna go with Cleveland either way. It doesn't matter. What I'm asking is, what's the trick? What's the trick? What's the what? What's the trick? What's the trick? It's supposed to be Cleveland plus three and a half, two and a half. What's the trick here? What do we get fooled on here with Denver? Yeah, I know man, the game's at 1030 at night. Beck, here's what you're going to go with. You're going to go with Cleveland plus, plus three and a half at Denver. Who are you picking? This is taking too long. Cleveland. Cleveland. But I'm asking you, what kind of trick is Vegas trying to simple. play on us right now? Plain and simple. And this one actually goes to Mad Money Mike. I don't know if he's even paying attention to the show right now because I haven't heard a goddamn peep from him. But, um, hey, Mad Money, we got your Orlando Magic playing the L.A. Lakers, the Lakers who beat the hell out of my Miami Heat the other day. Lakers minus seven. I'm going to roll with Orlando here all day long. Back your thoughts, and then Mad Money, bring us home and then bring us to the commercial break, bro. I'm actually, I'm going to go ahead and cut back off. Yeah, Go I'm ahead. going right there with you, Orlando, all day. <clears throat> Even so, Orlando for that money. Yep. And and Beck would like to say, I'm going with Mad Money's pick. I like it. Really, I'll roll with Mad Money Mike. All right, well, I like, hey, Matt I like Matt Money Mike. I think he's got good picks sometimes. He he picks and chooses when he's picking the Magic, and uh, I respect that. He'll tell us when they're not going to win. No, Absolutely. he might be right sometimes, but he speaks so he speaks that it, it's hard to it's hard to believe him. But he is he is right. He is more he is right more often than not. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. All right, listen. So hey, we got a commercial break coming up, or what the hell, man? Money? Why don't you take us into commercial break, and I'm going to give you a little rundown of what we got coming up next. Beck, you can feel free. Oh, also, by the way, guys, 
March Madness bracket. Adam Mullen in charge of it. He's posting it with a big, big absolute. Going to have the packet open on Monday on the picking of the Blitz Facebook page. Everybody from the Blitz Brigade, get your picks in. We will as well. There is a big cash prize that will be sent out personally from my phone. We'll talk a little bit more about that after the break. So enough. This is KB from Pick'em to the Blitz with KB and Ethan. Ethan and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your newsfeed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue, right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings too. And no need to drink and drive to get there, our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Raj from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi wild dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and Ethan are talking about with their bold wild dog picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. Everybody's riding with the G tonight. Everybody's riding with the G tonight. Everybody is riding with the G tonight. And I am sorry to the Blitz fan base out there. Uh, apparently, I was told by the producer the microphone did cut off. But I will reiterate. Bracket. Bracket time. March Madness, one of the best times of the year for sporting fans. Everybody knows it. The bracket will be up on the Blitz website. I think it's going to be on the Facebook one. We will let you know. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram if we're there. I'm not sure if we are or not. Again, that's a mad money thing. Fill out your bracket come Monday, Tuesday, whatever. Get it in there. There is a cash, a cash prize that goes to the winner. Promise on, I mean, I might not be good for anything, but if I'm not good for my word, then what the hell am I worth? You know what I'm saying? You will be rewarded with that. There might be a couple of T-shirts. We might even fly you out here to punch me in the face. That's been a big thing that we've been that we've been uh, you know kind of throwing around there. And Beck's wrong so often that he has not had the opportunity to throw that punch in my face yet. So, and maybe hey, you know what? I'll I'll even go out on the record right now and say it. If if Beck wins the bracket, if Beck 
has the closest winning bracket, I will personally fly Beck and a Blitz Brigade member of his choice down to the Florida Keys, put him on my boat, film it, and let him stick me square in the face, college style, as hard as his soft little chunky hands can throw. That's a fact. You heard it right here, first and foremost. And KB, listen, man, I could give two sh- two darns about <laughs> try not to curse two darns about your punch anymore, man. I think you've probably gotten soft in your old age. But either way, you're already here, first and foremost. But like I said, well, that bracket. No will be up. Well, well, no, we will see about it. We will see all about it. But anyway, that bracket will be up there. Go fill it out. It's not going to cost you a dollar. Winner take all. Boom. Let's see who knows what they're talking about because I don't think that anybody does. But here's what I have to get to right now, man, because this is the thing that I think is probably the most intriguing thing in sports. Steve Kerr has all of a sudden come off as 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 this guy that seems to think that he's kind of God's gift to earth. Um, Steve Kerr has come off now as thinking that he is this coach that is essentially untouchable. And Steve Kerr, you were gifted literally the western conference all-stars like if there if you know three years ago if there was an all-star starting lineup that's it right there boom not to mention a bunch of good role players and now steve kerr does his little things where he likes to he likes to say oh you guys can we're playing phoenix tonight you guys can coach yeah okay steve that's cool man good job steve hey steve kerr you're still the guy that got punched square in the mouth speaking again punched in the mouth by Michael Jordan in a practice. Hey, Steve Kerr, yeah, you won some championships on the back of MJ. Hey, Steve Kerr, if you lose one of your guys, you lose the finals. Hey, what, remember when Draymond Green got suspended? Who won the finals? Not you. So don't act like you're this guru coach that needs to be chiming in on what the NCAA needs to do, that needs to be letting his players coach, that needs to be telling the media every single day something new that we all need to hear. And this transition that I'm trying to make right here, and KB, I can't wait to hear what you feel, what you feel about it, because it, it's, it's, it's actually good in a way for the NBA, but at the same time, one of the biggest transitions I've ever seen. Let's think for one second here, and I promise you I'm getting to a point. The NFL over the years has obviously gotten softer based on new rules, what was CTE, concussions, all that stuff. You, but you saw how tough guys were back in the day, and you still see toughness from NFL players. To go suit up there every Sunday and play is tough. you got to have some freaking cojones, okay? You cannot just be a soft guy. But I'm watching these NBA players, and I know that the younger generation, the millennials, are really taken to this, and they're really, really, really NBA based off of the Snapchats, the Instagrams, the freaking ridiculous outfits these dudes are wearing on a day-to-day basis. And I just have never seen a softer league than the state that it's in right now. I just... I, I. I'm sorry, I'm not that old. I'm coming up on 30, but I remember the Heat-Knicks rivalries. I remember the Anthony Masons of the league. I remember the Pacer players. That, I remember the Celtics players. They were, they were rough, rugged riders, okay? These guys, Kevin, 
Kevin Garnett did not even go – no, we don't even have to go 20 years back. Let's go 10 years back, Beck, and you can bat me up on this. Kevin Garnett, you think that he's going to be hugging and kissing with dudes after losing a game? Yeah, get the hell out of here. You think he's going to take one of those other – you think he's going to take LeBron out for steak dinner after losing a game? Get the hell out of here. You think he's going to come in wearing women's clothes? What, uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, 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 it's not only Russell Westbrook. I mean, it could be uh, you just go down, just start naming them. Swaggy P's, uh, the, the holy, uh, this fashion thing. Dwayne Wade, uh, what the hell are you wearing? Who are you guys? Grow some, like grow some balls. And I'm sorry, Blitz listeners, but honestly, this is just getting pathetic. It's turning into a sissy thing. And now I think the younger generation is also going with this. And I really think that, yeah, okay, maybe it's boosting the NBA's popularity. But besides Russell Westbrook, who takes it to everyone every night, it's just too friendly and too soft. And as I've said over and over and over again, there is no point, no point in watching the regular season NBA. You get four good games a year. Four must-see games where these dudes are going to play against each other as hard as they can. And other than that, get me to the playoffs. And with that being said, for the first time since this dream team, Steve Kerr, Golden State Warriors team was assembled, there's competition right there. And I cannot wait to see what these Houston Rockets are going to do in that Western Conference. Because we know where it's going to end up. Yeah, Portland, oh, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, Damian Lillard's going to come out there. He's going to drain threes and beat the Lakers or whoever the hell he beat last night with, like, four three-pointers at the end of the game. It was, it was phenomenal to watch, but it was only highlights. Come on, I'm not going to watch that game. But what I'm saying hey, is, so, so Steve Kerr, what, what, you cut we me have, off? We got a call you know, or something? We, we do have a caller. We do. All right, bring him on. Bring him on. All right. We're live. Caller, were you, were, uh, who are you? Bring a blitz. Where are you from? What's the deal? Yeah, this is Naj in Atlanta. What's going on? What's up, Miles? Naj. Naj. Yeah. All right, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. You guys are you agree? You, do you, hey, before you, bring, before you bring your blitz, do you agree with what I'm saying if you've been listening to this NBA talk that I'm dropping right now? Yeah, I've been listening, and no, I don't agree, man. What, what, I, don't, I, you agree, I, what don't you agree about? I think you're way off. Uh, the NBA regular season is one of the most watchable regular seasons you can have out there. Like, if you got a league pass and you get to pick the game you want to see and watch the matchups that you want to watch, uh, I mean, you really can't beat it. And then, you know, on top of that, you know, everybody has the apps and the, the little uh, <laughs> ways of workarounds to get to the games they want to see. So you're always getting to see good basketball. And, Look, man, basketball is a sport that has a lot of, you know, mano-a-mano situations in it. And if you're, you know, a fan of basketball, you want to see what the best do against the best. You want to watch a somewhat washed Carmelo Anthony getting isolated with James Harden and realizing, like, whoa, uh, Melo may be way gone, (laughs) way past gone more than I thought he was. Okay, way past gone, Carmelo – Carmelo was never there. He was never there. He was always an ISO player that was always gone past the better player. Just because Harden's the better player doesn't mean that Carmelo was gone. Carmelo was a never was. He was a never. He wasn't even has been. He never. He's a never was. Well, that he, he that's was, arguable. Well, I mean, he was a, a he was a weak. Yeah, I know we do. Car- Carmelo was a weak individual. But I mean, dude was a solid fringe all-star player for many years, scored a lot of points over the years, 
never was a good defender, mm-hmm. but I'm talking about where you saw him get isolated and he had no shot at stopping him. Seeing that, that's a whole other story. But, no, the NBA regular season is good, man. I, I completely disagree. Uh, Miles, who's your, who's your team? You Miles, have, Miles, Miles, who's your team? It's Nas, man. It's not Miles. I don't know where Miles came from. Oh, well, sorry. I, that's what uh, I just But either way, but what do you, you like about that? Everybody stop. All right, let's reset. Hold on, hold on. Who is your team? What you like about it is the grind, man. There's a grind to the NBA season. But there's not. That's what, that's what my point is that I'm just trying to make real quick, and I will let you rebuttal here. I'm telling you right now, I watch, guys, as a Miami Heat fan, multiple, multiple times, multiple, multiple times, I watch Hassan Whiteside just blatantly take games off because they don't care. They do not care about the regular season. As yeah, long as Eddie, they are that sounds like a you problem. No, no, stop. No, no, You're both going to stop for a second. You're going to let me talk for a goddamn second here, okay? Because they're going to make my point, and I'll let you both get your rebuttal in, okay? Here's what we're going to do here. Now, I've watched this time and time and time again. Now, and you watch Cleveland. Oh, they're up and down. And, and every sports media fan wants to say the exact same thing. Oh, what's wrong with Cleveland? Oh, Cleveland's back to life. Oh, what's wrong with Cleveland? Oh, Cleveland's back to life. Meet me in the finals in June, and we'll see exactly who we know is going to be there. I'm just telling you that the other stuff that goes around, whoever's outside, uh, they might be in the hurricane. But I'm just saying, all the other stuff that comes with the NBA, I know the younger generation likes. I'm just saying, dude. Bring back the passion. I love seeing Petrulia or whatever that big freaking foreign dude's name is that threw a, a knee and blatantly fell on Russell Westbrook the other night. I like that. I like that passion. Yeah, that's a dirty play. That's the stuff I want to see because Russell Westbrook, uh, yeah, as much as I'm making fun of his passion, is one dude that gives it a hundred every night. Hundred after hundred, honey. Sounds loud. But I'm just saying, and now I would love to hear your rebuttal, but if you're going to tell me that dudes don't take games off very, very often, then you two are delusional and dreaming. Now your rebuttal. Okay, well, now that you've set the framework for what you think I'm going to say, I'm going to actually give you uh, better information than what you're given. Uh, you can actually find more evidence in the 90s of people taking plays off and things like that. Now with analytics and just the deep way that they go into tape, uh, everybody gets called out in the film room. You get pulled for bad situations, but we're still dealing with humans who do what? Lose concentration for a second or two. Or you're getting your, your you know, you're getting drilled that night by a particular player, and all of a sudden you become a little frustrated and you act out. Hassan Whiteside, immature guy. So, yes, you're going to see that. Coach Bo does a good job of pulling that dude when he feels like things aren't going the way they should or the that, matchup that is I the way they should. That I agree with 100%. But That's to a certain good degree, point. man, if you're not a fan of basketball and you start adding all these, you know, ancillary things to it and say, well, I don't think they got the passion. I don't think they got – like, dude, that's just you don't like basketball as much. If I watch baseball, that's the attitude I a ball fan like that. I never really cared for the sport. So I watch it casually. So your, your casual approach to basketball is coloring your analysis on this, which is 100% dead wrong because you have players playing harder than they ever had. The analytics shape it that way. The minutes shape it that way. It's not what it used Call, to be. Uh, how are you going to tell me that when guys take games off? How are you going to tell me that when guys take games off? Well, actually, now he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand that the culture or climate. Not, like I said, this is not the '90s, man. I'm not telling you something I don't know. 
yeah, you've been there. You've done that. And what Ethan did not understand is that it's a, the cultural climate on our society right now is to just complain. They don't oh, really want to look at it. Oh, back. The way it's, you it's, think oh, it's society. You think that's that's why I'm complaining because of society. Please get the hell out. But dude's right, Eddie. These issues are right because I highly disagree. I I highly disagree with him. I understand that the product is 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 what it is, but. Okay, there's no way that you're going to tell me right now. Okay, there's no way that you're going to tell me right now that we don't know what the outcome of the season is going to be. And the only question mark that we have for this season is if Houston's going to have enough, which I'm going to tell you right now they're not. I'm going to, I'm going to be right about this because I'm always right about these sorts of things. That they're not going to have enough to beat Golden State. However, Dude, if you're going to tell me that the most intrigued you're not going to be for this whole NBA season is this Western Conference Final Series, which we know is inevitable, then, you, then, you're, then you're lying to me, bro. Then you're lying okay, to me. And Beck wants to talk about correct, culture, society, all that statement. nonsense. No, 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 sports, no, 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 you hold on. It's, you guys it's hold a caller-driven show. Let's hear what the caller has to say. we got another one on the line. Let's do it to protocol. Okay, I'll give it to you. This, this is the opinion. Golden State has been, been doing what the last few years? Playing until June. Teams who go to the finals multiple years end up having soft tissue injuries or a major component ends up getting hurt, and it ruins their chances. We see this with every team that's supposedly a dynasty. So Golden State may run into some injuries, which could change everything. As far as Houston, yeah, they would have to get hot from three to beat Golden State. More likely, not going to happen. But the more games Golden State has to play, the harder it becomes to win that chip, as we saw with the three people, Michael Jordan, uh, during that last year where they almost got knocked off by the Indiana Pacers, of all people. So, no, it's you, not. Can I ask you one question? ask you one question? Hold on. People keep bringing up a parody that never existed. The NBA, every champion has either two Hall of Famers or one Hall of Famer and two All-Stars. That's the way it's always been. The only outliers I could think of off the top of the head are the Detroit Pistons uh, that beat the Lakers that year with Kobe and Shaq when they were fighting each other. Besides that, the ben yes, we days. have perennial champions who typically go on these long runs, the Bulls, the Celtics, the Lakers. Like these, This is what happens in the NBA. People are talking about a parody that has never existed. You're right. Can I just ask exactly, you one question? Exactly. It has never existed. I'm with the caller on this one, Eddie. There oh, yeah. Well, surprise, Mac. Surprise that you're with the caller. Well, right? Yeah, I, I don't understand. There's never been parody in the NBA. Can I ask you a caller? Can I ask you one question? Just one question for you. Who's winning the finals this year? You ain't going to like this, man. You said the Houston Rockets? No, I didn't say the Rockets. You're not going to like this, man. Well, what was the uh, answer? I'm embarrassed to say it. Oh, you're leaving us in suspense, Matt Money hit us with the drum. <laughs> you don't really I, I like this guy. I, I'm not going to lie. I like the caller. I like the caller. I like this guy. Yeah, I'm embarrassed well, to say it, but I'm saying Cleveland because I bet money on him before the season started, and I need this to pay off. And I picked Cleveland as well to win. Now, did I think it would be this revamp roster? I do not know, but, uh, you know. It's a little different yeah. now, but hey, man, I'm rolling with you at least on that point. Mad Money, do we have another caller in line? Oh, and by the way, my man, thank you very much for the call, dude. Love it, the fact you're bringing the blitz like that, dude. You brought up some great points. You actually shut me up for about 26 seconds, and that's pretty rare. 
But I will also sure, play you, man. Sure, fill, man. Hey, yo, my man, fill out the bracket, though. Um, it's going to be up there on Monday after Selection Sunday. Get on our website. I'm picking up the Blitz on Facebook or Twitter. Fill out a bracket. We got prizes coming for the winner. If you know as much as you say you know about basketball, hopefully you know as much as you know, uh, say well, about Clean it up, Eddie. So, we don't got prizes. It's 50 bucks right, to the bracket winner. Yeah, right. I'm sending shirts right. and stone crab, dude. I'm sending stone crab out there, too, bro. Thanks for the call, my man. All right, we do have another caller. Let's, let's get over them. Bring it. Bring it on. Hey, what's going on? This is Patty Scar. I'm sitting here with Rich Owens and Jay Birdweathers, and we're sitting <laughs> in high school. And I want to I wanna talk a little junk and say, yeah, I'm not surprised, motherfuckers, because Duke tore into Carolina's b-hole, and we whooped that ass. That money, do you have a rebuttal? <laughs> no, he doesn't have anything. He has no rebuttal. We stomped them. We shut them down the whole second that half. Money. And there, come on, I, I, I think he said he shut down your ass on that oh, one. Oh, come I, on, man. Once Marvin Bagley starts heating up, once Marvin Bagley heated up, man, that was over. Mad money. Yeah, we, so. uh, yeah I mean, we, we did good first half, but after that, uh, fuck, I yeah. – Nothing. Uh, I it was good. My language, but you had to. You had to. Uh, oh, see, so the, the first game the I was. The first game the I was bomb. in the. The first Carolina Duke game I was in the air. I was flying from Chicago back to Roanoke, so I missed the game. And the first, the how I knew that Duke lost was because Mad Money sent me a text talking all this crap, and I was like, God dang, I didn't even see. I recorded the game, but I didn't even see it. So this is a good win for me. Well, I'm glad that you're happy, Pat. Is uh, Jaybird happy? Because I don't uh, think that Jaybird's happy. Because as oh, I as I recall, Jaybird was a big old UNC kind of guy. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> what's going on? What's happening, man? What you want to tell us about what's going to happen in the uh, college basketball tournament? I know you're a big baller. I've seen you ball, Jaybird. I know the skills you got. Let's hear it, son. College basketball player. What right do I here think about the point. tournament? I think here's what I think. Not enough people give Roy Williams the credit he deserves mm-hmm. because he's one up on the best coach that ever did it. Okay, and that's all that matters. I hear you. Go I Hill. guess that's that. I guess that's that. Um, Jaybird, are you going to be filling out the uh, our NCAA tournament bracket here coming up on Monday? And uh, who's taking it all this year, Jaybird? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna fill one out. I'm gonna play in one of my buddy's little tournaments he's had going on for about twelve years now. About are 75 you picking people in it. UNC, are you picking UNC to take the whole thing this year? I'm taking the hills like I do every year. Hey, <laughs> he's hey, got, a, get up he's in, got get two up people humping at his house. I mean, I'm just <laughs> get, get up in the bracket challenge, and uh, it's no entry fee, man, and it's a free $50 prize if you win. I feel like you got a good shot here on picking up the blitz to take the prize home with All right, you. We'll, we know we'll, Pat, we'll we email, Boys email it to me, okay? Yeah, we will do. Email we it to me, and I'll get in. Hey, but listen, he he's but gonna listen, pick Duke. Eddie Fain still couldn't check me on the HVU courts. Yeah, right, bro. Um, I'll see you. I'll, grab you. I'll see you any day of the week, anytime, any any place I'll you want, man. man. From, I'll, I'll be back in North Carolina, all the way to the Keys. Fain and I and, back. and Matt Money Mike, we couldn't check the the HBU women's basketball team to save I our call life. Matt Money, I call him Matt <laughs> Money Mike <laughs> threw up on the side of the court and had to go running away. I mean, we we we're, we're limited here in our uh, basketball right. ability. 
we got to get a moving along here. We got to get a moving along here. But thank you guys. You got to get a move on. You got to get a move on. You got to get a move on. You got to move on, dude. You got to get it going. You got to get it going, man. Daybird reminds me of Kevin Love a little bit. Soft. <laughs> Anyways, moving hey, along. It's here. okay because hey, Kevin Love. Money. Kevin you want to drop have a therapist back there? Take care of him. You want me to keep rolling? Or you want to drop a commercial break, Matt Money? Forget the commercial. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take two. now. Let's take two real quick. Ah, uh, come oh. on, come on, Matt Money, kick it up. All right, all right, all right, all right. Come go. on, man. produce the show, baby. Let's go. All right. So coming up after the commercial break, though, we are going to talk a little bit about that Mark Cuban rape uh, situation uh, that might have been fabricated slightly. We all, as always, we got the game balls. Oh man, Rich Sherman, you're out the door, but you're too old, buddy. Back. Hell of a show, man. Can you get a microphone next time? We'll be back after after these messages in your food bar. Chicken and beer at once. Beer. Yeah, hey. This is KB from Pick'em to the Blitz with KB and E-Fane. E-Fane and I pick up a lot of our NBA material from PrimeCombine.com. It's a lifestyle blog that features current articles on sports, entertainment, and lifestyle topics. If you're tired of scrolling through your newsfeed just like me and seeing a bunch of garbage, you got to go check out PrimeCombine.com. It's updated daily, and I guarantee you, you will find something that interests you. Again, that is PrimeCombine.com. Picking up the Blitz with KB and E-Fane is brought to you by the Near Food Mart on 1856 Valley Avenue right across the street from the Premier Ford dealership. Near Food Mart is famous in Winchester for their Cajun-style crispy, crunchy fried chicken. Not only does Near Food Mart have the best fried chicken in town, they got the best wings too. And no need to drink and drive to get there, our good friend of the show, Roz, will deliver the chicken and booze right to you. You make sure you call Roz from the Near Food Mart at 540-450-8107. Find the Near Food Mart on Facebook, too. Wild Dog Hot Sauce is a Caribbean-influenced hot sauce that will enhance and complement the flavor of almost any dish. Use it often and enjoy. It's addictive. It'll get you lit. Mild, mango, and kiwi wild dogs got what you need. Email wilddoghotsauce at gmail.com for your first bottle of that bold flavor, and you'll know what KB and e are talking about with their bold wild dog picks of the week every week here on Picking Up the Blitz. You know, I got to tell you guys, man, big callers tonight. Uh, Beck, I don't know why you would feel that you see. I swear you really think about it you agree with everything that somebody says, and then you go, okay, well, maybe they agree with that much. Because I'll just finish with one little point here. When we would literally make plans to watch Celtics Heat games, we that's when that was NBA rivalry. That's when the Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, well, maybe not Ray Allen, Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett hated the Miami Heat, and that was great freaking basketball. You don't have that rivalry now. You just don't. But hey, 
moving along before the show comes uh, to an end here today. Another great episode, man. Again, fill out your brackets on Monday after Mad Money posts them. Uh, keep an eye on the Picking Up the Blitz website. Uh, picking up the blitz on Facebook, picking up the blitz on Twitter. Uh, we just want to give a shout out. It's not my game ball, but I want to give a shout out to uh, Shaquem Griffin uh, for UCF, who went undefeated this year. And a lot of people's eyes were the were the national champions of the uh, NCAA college football season. Uh, the one-handed man, and he's killing the combine. He's benching like crazy. He's got interceptions under his stats. This guy's a freak of nature. KB, what are your thoughts on Shaquem Griffin? And 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 is anyone going to give him a shot in the NFL just because of his um, nub? I don't know. I've talked to a few scouts, and uh, they've been skeptical about uh, whether he's going to play or not in the NFL. He seems like he's going to be a uh, superstar, according to his combine numbers. And now, they're hard not, they're hard not to believe in, Eddie. Now, listen, the, the, here's the thing, though. So what happens if he were – is he not allowed to wear a robotic hand? Because I feel like the NFL, we're getting pretty futuristic. Like, couldn't they just put a robotic hand on him and we call it a day? Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul would have been able to wear a couple of I mean, yeah, fingers. but that's fingers. That's, that's fingers. That's a lack of fingers. This is a lack of a hand. Like, let's just strap a robotic hand on him. But if he starts picking off a bunch of people one-handed with, like, a robotic thing, then I think that that's going to raise some eyebrows. Yeah, well, yeah, he's not going to be able to wear some apparatus. But how is he intercepting the ball And then you're going to have a – How is he doing that? Then you're going to have some people – I mean, dude, basically he's he's Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. I mean, he's he's smart, he's fast, he knows the game, but he's Chubbs, man. But they're going to let him on the tour. Yeah, yeah, obviously he's challenged. But, dude, this dude has risen to the occasion time and time and time and time again. Mad Money. He was, hey, yo, he was undefeated in their self-declared national championship. Hey, but, hey, but that's not, And that's you not can fair. buy a national They beat Auburn, and they should have had the that. shot. That just goes to show you where college sports have gone so wrong. Mad Money, let's close the show with a couple of those game balls. Cue that music, Money. I believe there was an opening with a, um, now it's time for Game Balls, but I guess we'll get to that next week. Hey, listen, KB, man, if I got to give a Game Ball, then I got to give a Game Ball. My Game Ball goes to Lane Kiffin for telling people that he hires coaches on his staff based on, I'm not sure I got this story right, based on how hot their wives are. Because he thinks that hot wives are a better recruiting tool. And hey, man, if you're recruiting down here in Florida and you're recruiting in the South, Lane, as sexist and terrible as that is with a Me Too movement going on right now, I kind of got to agree with you, dude. I mean, if a kid sees a hot wife and says, hey, man, this guy's, this guy's got his career together, this guy's a good coach, this guy's got a good house, this guy's got a hot wife. I like to play for that as opposed to a guy with a you know, really ugly wife. Be like, whoa, 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 bro, there's something wrong with this dude. I'm not playing for him. Lane, you did it again, buddy. KB, who's your game ball? Hey, my game ball, to top off a horrible show, is going to Mark Cuban, who's facing sexual assault allegations. Look, first Mark Cuban said, or he didn't say this. I don't know why he would say that against himself, but the girl <laughs> said that Mark Cuban reach inside her pants while they were about to take a picture in a Portland nightclub. 
This is according to the Associated Press. Mark Cuban oh. says it didn't happen. And Eddie Fand, I gotta ask you, if it happened during a photo shoot, where's the photo? Bingo. Yeah, don't you think that that thing would have surfaced like uh, immediately? Mad Money Mike, who's got you? Who's your game ball for the week, man? Is it that dude that used to play in Orlando that we watched playing uh, in like Philadelphia or somewhere that still hasn't figured out how to find a barber? Who you got this week, Mad Money? Uh, I ain't got nobody this week. Uh, it's been a oh, rough come week. Come on, so. Mad Money, give, give us a game ball, man. Give us a give us like a Frank Bogle or give us like a um, give us like a um, I don't know, uh, somebody good. Give us like a. Uh, what about Tavon Bryan, the Florida defensive line? Nah. What about what about uh, nah. Roy Williams? You can jump in there with Jaybird and just say, "Oh, Roy Williams will bounce back from that Duke loss." Man, might just give us a damn game ball, please. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree give with that. Yourself. That's actually a good one. If uh, Roy Williams give really a, is a great a game coach, ball to yourself. <laughs> give a game ball to yourself, Bad Money. You deserve it, dog. Yeah, you know what? I, I give one. The best one to E-Fame for coming out with a new song. So. Oh, new song. By the way, yeah, let's promote that real quick for CGCE. A uh, new song on SoundCloud. Look up uh, E-Fame or Mad Money Mike Productions. Uh, that was a banger, bro. Well produced. Yeah, hell yeah. Give yourself a game ball. Are we done here? How many seconds we got left with this show? It's just another one in the books, boys. Beck, get your microphone together next week. And hey, callers, thanks for calling in, man. You brought the blitz like a son of a bitch. I love it. Game over. Fain out.